Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome in a way Tuesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Sam's producing today as he did for Inside the Huddle. Hope you enjoyed that. We got a lot of people that we're going to talk to today. Big guest list today. And we're going to start talking a little National Football League with Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus. Ben, uh, I, I got to ask about Aaron Rodgers because, look, at the beginning of the year, I think that the Packers knew they were going to miss Adams, but maybe not this much. Is this a decline of his? Is this because he has nobody to throw to? What is it with Aaron Rodgers now? Ben, are you there? Sorry about that. Okay. Um, yeah, I think very much speaking about Aaron Rodgers, it's 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 kind of been a combination of both. I think that um, you know we've seen obviously with him not having that prototypical number one type wide receiver that he feels confident can go and win in some of these contested catch situations has very much uh, impacted his confidence. But I also think the writing was kind of all on the wall specific to his quarterback play even last year and in years prior. We definitely saw them struggle, uh, you know, I would say more so than uh, other spots against really quality teams, especially in the playoffs. That's why, you know, we saw some times where they were very much thought of as being, you know, the NFC uh, contender and should have probably made it through to the Super Bowl uh, and, and had some disappointing losses in the last couple of years. And I think part of that is, you know, Aaron Rodgers, very much not at the, you know, best quarterback in the NFL type level that he was at 10 years ago. But I think the compounding factor is he doesn't have trust in any of his young receivers. And I think that it speaks to, uh, you know, a, a missing of uh, Devontae Adams, but also just, uh, you know, a lack of confidence in anybody else being able to make plays downfield. And I think that you're seeing, you know, the ramifications play out. And unfortunately, it looks like, uh, you know, it very much is going to be a lost season in Green Bay, unfortunately. Did you see the Frank Reich firing on the horizon? I thought it was going to probably happen. I mean, I think last week was kind of a spot where, you know, you saw the offensive coordinator get fired, and it seemed to be a little bit of, um, you know, a, a scapegoat-type situation. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying Frank Reich is the, mainly the guy held responsible, but uh, when you've kind of churned through these different veteran quarterbacks and none of them have hit and you've had your opportunity to at least, you know, choose in some manner uh, the guys that you think you can win with and you're not winning with any of them, uh, you, at the end of the day, I think you still have to answer that. And I know there's been some difficulties from a team-building perspective, uh, and Chris Ballard, I would say, should not be, for, you know, uh, 100% off the hook, you know, given the current state of the roster. But uh, I think the writing was on the wall more for, you know, either the GM or a head coach to get moved on, if not both. And we definitely saw that, you know, play out relatively quickly in uh, a very bizarre fashion, I would say. If the Miami Dolphins and their terrific offense played the Philadelphia Eagles, Ben, who would you pick to win the game? That's a good, that is a very good question. So I think, you know, from, from our perspective, we'd probably have um, – we have Philadelphia basically uh, – let me look it up here, sorry. Um, we have basically Philadelphia right around like a six points better than an average team. We have Miami – uh, right around like three points better. So I think if the spread was like minus three towards Philadelphia, I would definitely be on Miami's side. I think that right now 
the way in which they're winning, especially offensively, is very sustainable. And I think they probably have, you know, the top unit in the NFL given the given the health considerations for Josh Allen. Um, I, I think Miami's very much been, uh, you know, and, and will continue to be the best offense in football. And I think when you have that, when you have the big playability, uh, you know, no deficit is insurmountable. So I think the concern is obviously, you know, on the defensive side of the football, and we saw them, you know, kind of try to address that with the Bradley Chubb trade at the trade deadline. Uh, and they still have a long ways to go. But I think that, you know, given how two is playing, given how, you know, the offense is functioning, that a lot of the defensive issues can be masked, and I think that makes the Miami Dolphins, you know, uh, very much a contender, I would say, in the AFC, and, and not as far behind, I would say, Buffalo and Kansas City, probably as we previously thought. So I like them. I think that, you know, if, if the spread for them against Philadelphia was, you know, uh, you know, plus three or something, I think that would be probably one of my favorite bets you can make uh, uh, of this NFL season. Final question for you, Ben. I'm a Jets guy. Are the Jets for real, and how did the Rams – go from Super Bowl champs to being this bad? Yeah, the, so the, I'll address the Rams on first, but they were so top-heavy last year and got, you know, outlier performances at, at some of the game's most important positions, and they got, you know, performances that were so much better than everybody else at the NFL level, right, with Jalen Ramsey playing as the top legitimate shutdown cornerback. Uh, and you could kind of say the same thing for Cooper Cup. I don't think there was anybody close in the wide receiver market that was providing as much every single week to what Cooper Cup provided. And I think that, you know, the issue with the Rams specifically is kind of that secondary receiver option. They still had Cooper Cup, but if he's getting bracketed in every single situation, not really overly effective on some of these screen-type plays that he was winning at a lot last year, mainly because they, the defense is, you know, even more focused on him this year with no Odell Beckham, no Robert Woods. That's kind of broken down offensively, and I think you're seeing, you know, Matthew Stafford kind of revert back to, uh, you know, the mean expectation for where he's going to play. And when that happens, they just don't have enough pieces at other positions to consistently win. And I think you're kind of seeing that breakdown or, or, or crack in formation or, or in the foundation happen a little bit quicker than what we expected. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's tough for the Rams, uh, you know, to see them at, 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 all, at all probably get out of, you know, uh, an NFC conference that they should have very much been in contention to win at this point in time. Jets for real? Jets for real. I honestly, you know, it, it's very much going to come down to Zach Wilson, my quarterback. He's been really good from a clean pocket perspective, but uh, I, I like the young talent that they have both offensively and defensively. It seems like Garrett Wilson, you know, can get open against anybody in the NFL. So if, if, if Zach Wilson is kind of minimizing some mistakes and is capable of making, you know, a few plays downfield and not have to rely so much on their running game, uh, I think they're very much for real. And we have them, you know, uh, with a very realistic shot, you know, of getting into the playoffs. I think we have them at like 65% right now. So uh, they are kind of a contender. And then in that one-game sample, you know, given the right defensive matchups, uh, they could definitely peel off a game or two here in the AFC playoffs as well. All right. <clears throat> Where can people see your work, Ben? Y- yep. So uh, PFF underscore Ben Brown. We got, you know, a mobile app. Uh, out as well for any betting and fancy football contact, definitely check that out. But yeah, we are, uh, you know, very much appreciative of all the support that we get from uh, you guys on Gainesville. So thanks for having me on once again. You got it, Ben. Thank you for doing it. Ben Brown, Pro Football Focus, talking National Football League. High school football playoffs are going on this weekend. I'm going to talk to a lot of the high school coaches today. We'll talk basketball too. Good debuts for both the Gator teams. 12-15, time check brought to you by Hayes. Jittery ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Bennett Solomon. 
Tampa Bay Lightning return to the ice tonight to face the Edmonton Oilers. Tampa Bay is looking for their second straight win after defeating the Buffalo Sabres on Saturday 5-3. This will be the second straight game for the Oilers, who fell to the Washington Capitals last night. Coverage of tonight's game begins right here at 8. Former Gator basketball forward Keontae Johnson returned to the court last night for the Kansas State Wildcats. After transferring to Kansas State this year, Johnson returned for his first game since collapsing on the court in 2020. He recorded 13 points in the Wildcats' win. New college football playoff rankings will release tonight. After Tennessee and Clemson lost this weekend, two new teams should enter the top four. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bennett Solomon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. You know, there's a lot of great charities out there, and they do really good work. I've been telling you about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch because it is a terrific local charity. They're housed in Palatka, and they've been doing what they've been doing for quite a while now. They help at-risk young boys from troubled homes. And the way they do it is through your generous donations of unwanted vehicles. doesn't have to be a car necessarily. It could be a motorcycle, whatever, just about any kind of vehicle. They will take them. These kids refurbish the vehicles and then resell them. So they certainly get real-life skills by doing this. So if you have an unwanted vehicle of any kind, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. Your donations are tax-deductible. And again, this is a really, really good cause. If you want to find out more, just Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go online to rbr.org. Keto America's new location is now open and we want to celebrate the grand opening with you. Come help us in the Gainesville Chamber of Commerce. Cut the ribbon to Okito's second location next to the Flip Factory at 7420 West Newberry Ave on Thursday, November 10th from 5 to 7 p.m. Join us for food, music, giveaways, and tours as we showcase the new Okito America where you'll find the same great martial arts and dance classes and the same great after-school programs. Okito America, now with two locations to better serve Gainesville. RSVP today on our Facebook page. Hey, it's Steve Russell for Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. Got a question. When's the last time you had their chicken burger? This isn't just a chicken breast slapped between a bun. It's a 100% all-natural Joyce Farms ground chicken patty infused with herbs and spices, then grilled to perfection. Add pickles, onion, tomato, and mayo. Talk about satisfying. Add a great salad and pair it with their new pumpkin spice shake made with real pumpkin puree. You've got yourself one fabulous meal. That's Dick Mondell's open seven days a week, Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street, Gainesville. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. There's always excitement about lighting the first fire of the season. It brings family together, provides comfort, warmth, and a gathering atmosphere. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center in Gainesville on Main Street is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric fireplaces, indoor or outdoor, in wall or standalone, plus decorative screens, tool sets, and more. Visit our showroom today and capture the warmth of the season. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center since 1975. Visit online at woodstoveflorida.com. If you don't have a health plan through your employer, you can still get quality health insurance through the federal marketplace. Not sure where to begin? 
A navigator can help you cut through the clutter. There's no obligation, and getting help is always free. Open enrollment ends on January 15th, so don't wait. It's easy. From your mobile phone, dial pound 250 and say the keyword navigator. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dial text message from iHeartMedia. That's pound 250 navigator. Are you suffering from chronic joint pain like Heather? So I have terrible arthritis and have had it for quite a while. And I've gone to all kinds of doctors trying to figure out what to do. And everybody just said surgery. And surgery was months of rehab. And I didn't want to do that. But then Heather discovered QC Kinetics, local medical professionals who specialize in natural biologic treatments, non-invasive solutions designed to repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints. And she absolutely loves the results. I like to tell anybody who's suffering that there are options that are not steroids that are not surgery. You owe it to yourself to find out about QC Kinetics and find out what they can do for you. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Discover QC Kinetics and learn more about natural biologic treatments with lasting results. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. The WRUF Radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Welcome back. We're trying to get a hold of uh, Buholtz coach uh, Mark Whittemore. But uh, we're not able to do it. So let me get to a couple of emails here, and hopefully we'll get him here. Mike says, uh, great start to the golden era. Attacked on offense and defense. No walking up the ball uh, and running the clock. No eight-minute scoring droughts. Gator fans had to painfully sit through for seven years with Coach White. Well, that was not that, – that's just not accurate. I mean, and, and every team was going to have a scoring drought. I don't care. The NBA has scoring droughts. But was it a good start? Yes. And he says, Golden will set his sights higher than finishing six or seven in the conference every year. That, you're assuming that the other coach didn't. That, Mike, that's just ridiculous. That, I mean, did, did, did to even say that, think about what you're saying. You're saying that a coach is saying that I don't want to finish higher than sixth or seventh. That's just, that just doesn't make any sense. All right. I promised to uh, talk to Buholtz coach Mark Whittemore. He is here. The playoffs are going to be, I think, Thursday for Buholtz. They're going to host Pace. Is that correct, Coach? Well, well there's 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 been a, been a change of oh, plan with this. Uh, okay, you know, it still is hurricane season. Steve. Come on, now. <laughs> yes, true. You know, <laughs> so uh, we're actually we're actually playing at seven thirty Friday night at Newberry High School. Wow. in beautiful Newberry, Florida. How about that? Yeah, so seven thirty Friday night against Pace High School out of Pensacola. Uh, really good really good program out there right before you get to uh, the Alabama line. Wow, okay. So let's make a mental note of that because uh, uh, Coach Johnson's team is going to be in the playoffs too. Um, That's right. They're, they're, in, they're, they're playing Chiefland. Yeah. Chiefland, yep. yeah. Last couple of weeks, Coach, um, you know, you've given up some points. Uh, I, I, I don't know if it's a concern, but can I ask what's changed? Is it just the, the, the competition level? What, what's happened along those lines? 
No, I, I, I mean, not to take anything away from the teams we've played, which have been very good. Uh, but no, it's, it's anytime you give up points, it's always a concern. Uh, especially, you know, here at Buholtz, we, we do tend to, to think of ourselves as a, as a gritty, uh, defensive bunch. So, you know, just had a, had a couple bumps in the road here. Uh, we're fixing things this week, obviously, as we, as we head into the playoffs. Um, you know, it, it, getting a good uh, good feel for what what our players can do and can't do here down the down the playoff stretch, and I I think we'll we'll fix what ails us. I always ask coaches this because sometimes when you've reached the playoffs, it's sort of a second season. Or okay, do we build on what we've done all year to get to the playoffs? How do you approach it? Uh, a little of both, honestly. I mean, obviously, you want to build on momentum. Uh, we're a you know seven, eight, and two uh, club. We've uh, you know we've we've definitely left our mark in a, in, a, in a lot of ways. Uh, scored a bunch, a bunch of touchdowns. Um, so I you know I like our octane. I like how we we play fast. We, we utilize our speed. Uh, but as you addressed in the prior question defensively we've got to do a great job of of shoring up some of the loose ends and making sure that uh that, we, that we're, we're coming to play because you know pace uh offensively is a run run dominant team um so they're going to come and come and right at our face and we got to make sure that we've you know we're gap sound and we're we're doing what we need to do to you know do, to defense them correctly you know, you, you were kidding when you said it, but I get it when it's, we're still in hurricane season. But and, 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 you know, every team has to go through this, I would think, in the state more or less. But does this change anything in terms of how you prepare for this game? Uh, it, it, it doesn't. Uh, there, you know, there's a chance we won't have school Thursday and, and the normal stuff when you're when you're thinking about, a you know, a, a storm coming through. But really, I, I mean, not much is changing for us. Um, you know, we're just we're we're glad that that we're able to play right here in our own backyard, and and we're hosting and don't have to travel, you know, uh, a long ways. That's always a logistical issue, and so this hurricane is you know it, it threw a little wrench in the in in the deal here, but we'll be fine, Steve. Okay, so again, Friday, seven thirty. At Newberry High School, Beholtz will face Pace in their first playoff game, hopefully of several to come. Always appreciate you, Mark. Thank you for taking the time. Thanks so much, Steve. You Take got care. It. You got it. Uh, we'll, we'll get through this. <laughs> yes, you will. Good luck to you. Thanks, Mark. Mark Whittemore, uh, the coach at Beholtz, has done a fantastic job uh, with that team. Uh, all right, we're going to have an open segment here. Uh, we'll take your questions, calls, and comments, 3928255. You can email uh, Russell at wruf.com. 1226, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN, 98.1 FM, at 850 AM, WRUF. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. 
If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Want to make a big impact this election? Voting yes on single-member districts is a vote for accountability. Voting yes on single-member districts is a vote for true representation for all of Alachua County. This is the first time in 40 years that we have an opportunity to fix our local government and finally have a say in who represents us. Don't let this opportunity for fair elections pass us by. Let's come together and stand up for Alachua County. Vote yes on single-member districts on November 8th. Pay political advertisement paid for by Leading for Our Future. 115 East Park Avenue, Suite 1, Tallahassee, Florida, 32301. Score big this Christmas with a gift from Electronics World. Hi, this is Chris Doring. I trust Electronics World for the electronics in my home and highly recommend them. In football, you have to have a great lineup to be successful. And it's the same for the electronics in your home. Check out the Electronics World lineup. Sony, Bowers & Wilkins, Marantz, Yamaha, BDI, Sunbright, Sonos, URC, and more. This holiday season, give them or yourself a gift to enhance your home or office from Electronics World in Gainesville. Online at electronicsworld.net. Autism. Did you know that one out of every 44 children in the U.S. is now identified as having an autism spectrum disorder? At the Autism Society of Florida, we've spent over three decades ensuring that people with autism enjoy full participation and self-determination in every aspect of life through initiatives like drowning prevention, first responder training, advocacy, and support groups. Become a member of the Autism Society of Florida. Visit AutismFL.org. AutismFL.org. Attention contractors, land developers, farm and ranch owners. Groven Construction is a heavy civil and site development company in the Gainesville area. They have A3 rated structural screen fill dirt and topsoil. If you need fill dirt for any of your farm or business projects, Groven Construction can deliver. This A3 rated structural screen fill dirt and topsoil is perfect for pastures, arenas, construction projects, site work and development. Call Groven Construction today for pricing and to schedule your pickup or delivery. 352-204-0102. That's 352-204-0102. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Blustery today, gusts up to 20 miles an hour possible. We'll have a mix of sun and clouds, highs in the upper 70s. A few late afternoon and early evening downpours are possible, especially southeast toward the Ocala National Forest. Tonight, partly cloudy and chilly, lows in the upper 50s, even more windy tomorrow. Gusts between 20 and 25 miles an hour will be possible. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. The Packers will be at home for the playoff. After Thanksgiving, they're going to call the local storage place along with whoever can move their stuff to the storage and move it out of town for the guys that are becoming free agents and things of that nature. Their assistants are going to start planning for post-Christmas vacation. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. 
It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. We have a free segment here. Want to give us a call? Talk hoops. Your thoughts on men's and women's teams last night? Either football, whatever else. 392-8255. There's some emails left over. Um, Scott emailed and said uh, about the World Series. Congrats to Astro pitchers Valdez and Verlander. Their respective total pitch counts for the World Series were 197 and 184. Only pitchers whose total pitch counts exceeded Luis Tiant's pitch count in his complete game four of the 75 World Series. Nola and Wheeler's respective pitch counts were 148 and 139. The Phillies lost because they didn't score enough runs, but the best pitchers must throw as many innings as possible. Wheeler and Nola had really good stuff in their second starts. Neither was tired. Uh, do we know that, Scott? That may be your thought. Both were pulled because they got in a jam. Well, that's, you know, you, you cannot be tired, but if you get in a jam and you're not pitching well, Okay. When they were pulled, the manager takes the risk that the relief pitcher might not have as good of a stuff as a starting pitcher. Of course, that's what managers get paid for, right? Had it been the eighth inning when the stars were pulled, that'd be different. Nola and Wheeler uh, should have been left in. Well, okay. Again, you can second guess that all you want because if the relief pitcher doesn't do the job, then yeah, well, keep the starter in there. But, you know, you always hear the cliche about, you know, in this day and age, starting pitchers going through the lineup, you know, two or three times, and you don't want that, you know, pitcher to face somebody a fourth time. But that also depends on pitch count to some extent, also to how effective they are. Aaron says it's clear the measuring stick fans are using isn't obtainable once the season started. Using championship and elite status from the past to characterize this Gator team is unfair. I feel that by looking at the LSU improvement, the A&M almost beating Alabama – and we just doing a little bit better against Kentucky and Tennessee. Things are vastly different with a team that, doesn't, that does have a lot of issues that can't be corrected overnight. What's that say for the SEC? Above my pay grade, but I think a uh, parity at best. While AR has improved, hard for me to think of him in the NFL next year with such a limited and developing skill set. But that's where we are these days in the college and pro scene. Yeah, I, I agree. Look. I'm going to say this for the umpteenth time. There are things that kid does that are not coachable in terms of he's just got God-given, you know, his release, you know, some things. But is he a work in progress? Yes. Uh, Steven says, any pleasant surprises from the Gator basketball team last night? Um, well, I mean, the, the transfers certainly looked good. Um, but I wasn't, I mean, Stony Brook, was out man, let's face it. Um, but, you know, they, I, Golden seemed pleased. They seemed to mesh pretty well together. I mean, that, you know, they, they could have lost or could have played poorly. So, I mean, Stephen, I think that's good. BB says the highlight of the Saints game last night was Elvis sitting next to the Pope. <laughs> he said the Saints offense is wearing out the Saints defense. Four minutes left, Saints were minus 14 yards on third downs. Um, and congrats to Marty Smith. Yeah, would you see that cornhole toss he did during the – he set a world record. He was a long way away, threw it up in the air, and pew, right in there. Uh, he went crazy and should have. 
because uh, that's you just don't see that um, very often. Uh, okay, let's see here. A couple of more emails. Jonesy talked about um, my Jets. Said congratulations on the win. Now, can we truly say the Jets can be a playoff contender? No. Not yet. Are are they on path for that? Yes. He says, no way did I think they could beat the Bills. I didn't think so either. He's going to be picking the Jets' defense in his fantasy league. Yeah. Is this basketball game last night or the South Carolina football game mean nothing? This is what I think, and I don't know if today's the right day to do this, but I've already had a couple of people call and acknowledge this. For them, the football season's over. Move on. Let's, let's go to basketball. Does anybody think that? And if you do, please email me or call me and tell me why you think that. Because if that's the case, the season is over for all but about, what, 10 teams? If the measuring stick is we don't win a championship, we don't win the SEC, whatever, then, wow. Then, again, I will say this, what is the definition of fandom? What's the definition of a fan? Because most fans don't have their teams being where Georgia is now. Just don't. Paul emails, uh, Steve, about South Carolina, can you let me know if they do anything really well? Uh, honestly, no. If you're looking statistically and you're saying, you know, are they elite in any area? They really aren't. They've kind of won games. I don't want to say they shouldn't have. Um, but, again, they're not – they don't shine in any one area. They're kind of a middle-of-the-pack team when it comes to most stati uh, statistical categories in the league. Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. How are you doing? Good. Yeah, I'm going to talk about and get your opinion on the uh, college football playoff poll coming out tonight. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be the top four are going to be the undefeated teams, probably Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and TCU. I think Tennessee falls to five, and I think LSU rises to six. Uh, your opinion? Uh, I could see a scenario where that could happen, yeah. I mean, I just think no matter you know, Tennessee has the best win, but you still have to put an undefeated team ahead of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course you do. I mean, look, Tennessee has a lot of good wins, you know, resume wins, so to speak. But you can't take those other four teams and say that Tennessee's above them, in my opinion. Yeah, on the basketball game, I didn't watch it. I just sort of followed it online. But uh, I guess the uh, transfer from LSU Fudge had a really, really good game. And if he can give – you know, Castleton, some in, you know, some minutes of rest. I think you know they could be very effective inside. Yep, um, you know, Castleton was solid last night. Uh, Fudge was very, very good. He very, very athletic kid. 
Now, I'm interested to see as the season progresses, because when I talked to Todd a couple of weeks ago, he said, I, we haven't even thought about knocking down the rotation. There's only about maybe two or three guys at this juncture that I think you know, won't get some minutes, the meaningful minutes. Now, will that be pared down probably when the SEC starts? Yes, but that's a good dilemma to have. Yeah, in the South Carolina game, I mean, uh, what has basically happened to Spencer Rattler? When he played Florida in the uh, Sugar Bowl, and when he was, you know, the next year, he was a preseason Heisman Trophy favorite. And all of a sudden, he's sort of fallen off the edge. He got beat up by Caleb Williams. Now he's going to South Carolina. I don't really think he's setting the world on fire there either. He's not. Uh, he has not been very good. But look, I-, I would say this to you. When a quarterback, and I'm going to use Aaron Rodgers as an example, all right? I think we all know how good Aaron Rodgers is. But he doesn't have great wide receivers this year. And look what's happening in Green Bay offensively. Well, I don't think South Carolina's wide receivers are particularly great. So because of that, you know, your quarterback, sometimes your quarterback can elevate receivers, and I think the really good ones do. But I think, it's, I think he's a very average quarterback with an average offense, with an average receiving group. All righty. Thanks a lot, Steve. Appreciate you, Mike. Thank you. Uh, Mark, hello. Hey, how are you doing, Steve? Good. Good. Yeah, I call in every now and then, uh, but uh, I'm, I'm especially looking forward to the game. Haven't been to uh, the stadium since 76 when I graduated. <laughs> and like I've, I've seen other Gator games like in Kentucky and other places, but uh, my wife's Nephew made the bands. Are we going to come down and celebrate and you know, like get back to Gainesville? That well, <clears throat> it's changed a lot. <laughs> yeah, we were there in '91. We actually drove down, and but we didn't we didn't get a chance to go to the game. You know, no tickets. But uh, yeah, we're we're looking forward to her. Uh, her niece graduated a couple of years ago, and and like like I said, he's in the band there. So like, it should be fun. It should be, and I and I hope you enjoy it and check out a, a place that has changed greatly. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the game. I think it, uh, you know, like I hope we get a uh, win, but uh, it's like I think it's going to be competitive. I don't know. We'll see. Well, if you remember last year, Carolina ran all over Florida, just ran it yes. right down their throat. And I, believe I me, it. I would imagine Patrick Tony and company are showing those players tape of that game. Uh, and I think that's key for South Carolina. I think it's one of the keys to the game. If they can't run the ball, then if if you're saying they're, they're going to beat Florida with a passing game, I'm not sure that works. Yeah. All right, Steve, take care. Love love hearing you, so maybe uh, maybe have a chance to drop by. So All right. Take care. Go. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate the call. Got to get Stuart real quickly here. Hi, Stuart. Uh, um, hey, Steve. I, I just I have to just – throw my two cents worth in with this these people that are bailing on the gators and saying our season's over it's not over till the final bell final klaxon or whatever goes off these kids are playing hard i'm rooting for them i'm happy with where we are right now as a team i think we're gelling we're coming along and i think napier's doing a great job i played sport i played college sports all the way through my junior year until i got really hurt I know what it's like to be on an 0 and 18 team and a an 18 and 0 team, and where these guys are right now and what they're doing shows me a tremendous amount about the coaching that's going on, 
and the support, and I think there are more people out here that support and feel the way that I do than a lot of these naysayers that are bailing on the season. So, you know, I, I just, I'm happy where we are. Do I like losses? No, I don't like to lose. I'm a very sore, not sore loser, but I don't like to lose. And I know that those kids don't either. And I know that they're given everything that they have. And I, I just, that's how I feel. Okay. Well, thank you for that. And I, I think a lot of Gator fans would agree with you. 1243, time check brought to you by Hayes Shillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Bennett Solomon. Former Gator basketball standout Keontae Johnson returned to the court last night for the Kansas State Wildcats. After transferring to Kansas State this year, Johnson returned for his first game since collapsing on the court against FSU in 2020. He recorded 13 points in the Wildcats' win. The new college football playoff rankings will release tonight. After Tennessee and Clemson lost this weekend, two new teams should enter the top four. And in the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning returned to the ice tonight to face the Edmonton Oilers. Tampa Bay is looking for their second straight win after defeating the Buffalo Sabres on Saturday 5-3. This will be the second game for the Oilers who fell to the Washington Capitals last night. Coverage of tonight's game begins right here at 8. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bennett Solomon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The purchase of a vehicle is important. You spend a lot of money. And you want to make sure that vehicle lasts you. It's something you love to drive. And it's going to be really good in terms of maintenance and car care as well. The people at Southeast Car Agency know this. And that's why... They bring to their place of business every day the widest and best selection of late model, low mileage vehicles they can because they want to give you as much choice as you can get to purchase your next vehicle. No new ones, but the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. That's what they've got. And you go see them in person. You can test drive them. And you can go online, secars.com, and see them. And all the pertinent information is there as you make your vehicle choice. The Cousins family's run that business for 40 successful years. I've been a customer for a long time, and the vehicles I've had have been great. They'll do the same for you. Go see them in person. Make sure and tell them sports scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Direct Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings of up to $1,044 per year when you switch to Direct Auto, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote at directauto.com. Data from August 2021. New customer survey. Savings, if any, vary. How you buy can affect price. National General Group, Winston-Salem. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. There's this uh, one physician that I admire a lot and trust with my life, and they referred me to Dr. Art. But you know, I had to invest in myself, my confidence with my smile now, and, you know, it's just made the world of difference to me. So much. It's just so well worth the investment I made here. Dr. Art has an amazing um, technique. Um, bedside manners are just amazing, makes you feel relaxed. Like, you know, you're part of the family, and that's, I want an exceptional work. Um, that's why I came to Exceptional. <laughs> In exceptional dentistry, it's all about the trust and the confidence that the patient can have with the, with the team here. Love Dr. Art. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. 
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4542-802-341-4542-802-341-4542-802-341-4542. In a brook? Need a hook? Gary's Tackle Box has everything you fish for. We are the area's professionals in freshwater and saltwater fishing. We've got great rods and reels, hooks, weights, floats, and lures. Browse our store and talk with our pros for your best fishing trip ever. Why not get your reels spooled while you wait? Gary's Tackle Box, next to LNS Auto Trim in Gainesville. Visit them on Facebook at Gary's Tackle Box, the folks you fish with. Get ready for game day, Gator Nation. Join your fellow UF alumni and friends to cheer on the orange and blue before each Gator home game at the Gator Nation tailgate sponsored by GEICO. Located at Emerson Alumni Hall, directly across the street from the swamp, you'll have a prime view of Gator Walk, live music, games, and all kinds of family-friendly fun. Featuring barbecue and beverages from Mojo's Hogtown and exclusive Gator gear from the UF Bookstore. Learn more at ufalumni.ufl.edu. Go Gators! From pylon to pylon, we are your home for all things football. 63 yard touchdown, and the ball game is tied! You are listening to ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Lots of high school football playoff action coming up this weekend. Newberry High School, Coach Edward Johnson's team, will be playing Chiefland. And Coach now joins us to talk about his team and playing uh, Chiefland. Coach, uh, I, I just talked to Coach Whittemore. They're going to be playing on your field, I hear. Uh, has there been any change in your game because of the storm? Uh, thank you for having me on again, Steve. Sure. And currently, no, we're, we're still scheduled for Friday night uh, as normal, so hopefully uh, we'll get to go on Friday. Okay. Uh, let's start. Uh, tell me about Chiefland. Chiefland, uh, experienced group. Uh, Coach Corbin's done a really good job with that group over there. Uh, really big up front, really good O-line, and uh, a few playmakers around them. So it's going to be a tough test for us. You know, beginning of the year, I always like, when I coached, I, I would take five minutes and look back and think, gee, I, I wonder if this is where I thought I would be. Because you, you're, you're young in a lot of spots on your team. Did you think you were a playoff-type team when the season began? Yeah, I did. I definitely thought we were. Uh, a lot of outsiders thought we weren't, but uh, I knew we had some special talent. Uh, even though we're young, uh, these kids can play, and they're hungry to 
you know, get to the playoffs, but also to chase a ring. Um, where have you made the most improvement from the start of the year to now? Uh, on the offensive side, I think, you know, we just grew up. Uh, I think, you know, getting game experience was big, you know, having a freshman at quarterback, freshman starting at running back, uh, and, and breaking in five new linemen. Uh, it, it was a, a growing process, but the kids have stepped up to the challenge and gotten better every week. With Chiefland, if you can X and O with me a little bit, uh, Coach, what do they try to do offensively and defensively? Offensively, they're going to try to run it down your throat. Uh, they got, <laughs> you know, they got, uh, you know, a really good quarterback. They put back their athletic kid, tall, linky, fast. Uh, number one, Dakota is a really good athlete. Um, I think Junior Brown, number four, a big, big, strong fullback. So they're going to try to, you know, get shoe to shoe and line up and then run it right between the tackles. And defensively? Defensively, still trying to figure it out. There's a film we got, there's some wing tee teams, so we don't, I think they'll play us a little differently. Um, it looks like they like to play a lot of man-to-man coverage and, you know, fly and field gaps and tackle. They're a physical team. And I was going to ask you about your defense because, again, now, you know, you, you thought you had some talent there. Have they played, has that group played to your expectation? For the most part, yeah. For the most part, um, we're really good. Our front seven has been really, really solid all year. And, uh, you know, we, we've had some growing pains on the back end and our secondary, but, you know, we made a few changes and we've gotten a little better there. Uh, from a chemistry, you know, kids getting along, helping each other standpoint, is this a good group for you? It is. It's a good group. They they, they hold each other accountable. Um, they like to, you know, clown around a lot at that age just being young. But, you know, for the most part, when it's time to get serious, they get serious and they do have each other's back. You know, it's funny, over the, and you know this, over the last, what, three years, if it's COVID, if it's hurricanes, if it's weather, you know, all, all of you all have had to change a lot of what you do. And if you're still going to play on Friday, if it's going to be a bad day Thursday, does that change your preparation at all as, you know, getting you prepared to play on Friday? Oh, yeah, definitely. Looking ahead, like, you know, we, we definitely are anticipating not being able to practice on Thursday. So, you know, it kind of speeds up the process of during the week. You know, we're going to try to you know, get a lot of stuff in that we normally do on a Wednesday. We're going to try to get in the day. And, you know, likewise, you know, Thursday stuff, we'll try to get in on Wednesday. And, you know, hopefully everybody's safe during the storm on Thursday and then get ready to play Friday. Pretty amazing, isn't it? Uh, last thing, for you to win, to beat Chiefland, What's got to go right for you? Uh, we got to take care of the ball offensively. Uh, you know, our, our you know, Kill McGriff, Caleb Woods, they're going to have to have, you know, big games for us, uh, first playoff game for those guys. And then defensively, we're just going to have to be gap sound and tackle, eliminate big plays, and, uh, you know, make them earn it uh, when they're on offense. Okay, going to be Newberry at Chiefland. And again, so far, game as scheduled on Friday. Wish you a lot of luck, Coach. Thanks for taking the time. <laughs> Thank you. Go Panthers. You got it. Thanks, Coach. That's Coach Edward Johnson. Done a really, really good job uh, at Newberry. And for those who don't know, uh, the quarterback he mentioned is Travis McGriff's son. And Travis is the offensive coordinator over there. Uh, so uh, he's done a good job, and Newberry is in the playoffs. Uh, next hour, we are going to have a lot of guests as well. But we'll still have some time uh, for you to sneak some calls in. Um an old friend, an old Gator player, Wayne Fields, is going to be here. He will tell you about um, money 
that they are trying to raise for a very good cause. He'll tell you about that. And then um, also Demetri Jackson, football coach at Columbia, there in the playoffs as well. And then Terry Ford uh, from up in Columbia, South Carolina, will give you your first look at uh, the uh, Gamecocks and what they may bring to the table. Tomorrow, we're hoping to talk to Gator basketball player C.J. Felder uh, and also to the Carolina play-by-play voice, Todd Ellis. So we got a lot of good guests coming up, and hopefully uh, you will partake in the program. 3928255, Todd says, like the energy the basketball team brings, it seems Golden really relates to them. I don't understand this part, Todd. Maybe you can email me to better tell me here. He says, I don't grasp... When three-point shots go up and appears they shoot free throws. I believe team depth is a strength. I, I'm not sure what that means. Help me with that. Uh, Bob says, uh, for most fans, the football season is not over. However, the enthusiasm for the football season and team was over when they lost any chance of winning the SEC East. See, that's what I guess I don't understand. Because in the summer, I all you know I get a lot of this. Oh man, I can't wait for a football to start. And then when it's here, if you don't if you don't win the SEC East, well, it's over. He said. He said now it's focused on some interest in the team and how they can improve and recruit for next year. But there's no excitement. I hope that's wrong, because the game Saturday's a sellout. I would hope there would be excitement to and, and I gotta tell you as a player, I wouldn't want to play in front of a fan base that's I don't care who it is, that's not gonna get excited to watch my team play. And I guess I'm old school in this. Look, you know the teams that I follow, and some of them have are bad and have been bad for a long time. Do I get frustrated? Do I get mad? Of course I do. I'm a fan, and I want my team to do well. But i got to tell you, when they play, I'm rooting for them to win. I'm excited when they win. I don't say, well, you know, the Jets can't win the, can't win the Super Bowl this year, so the heck with it. No. Because I enjoy football season. Now, sometimes if the Jets aren't doing well, I'm using them as an example, I'm going to focus on some other things, you know, other teams that are doing well, players that are doing well, but I'm still geeked for football. And I hope that's, you know, kind of the same way here. Uh, Final email of the hour is Joe. Joe's got a great question. He says... Uh, the odds of Florida going eight and four. Uh, would you would you bet on that? No, I would not. Um, look, can Florida go eight and four? Yes. Is it possible they can go eight and four? Yes. Would it surprise me if they went eight and four? No. They should beat South Carolina here and should beat Vanderbilt. Florida State on the road, I think, will be a toughie. Not impossible. Todd says his follow-up, on most three-point shots, I would gasp because I felt they were never going in. Oh, okay. 
This year, the players seem like better shooters. Okay, I get you. Three-pointers seem like a smoother shot. Yes. Yes. So far, uh, yes. Now, one-game sample. Is Stony Brook great? No. Um, but you can only judge on what you see, Todd, so I'm with you. Now I see what you mean. Thank you for the clarification. That helped a lot. Hour 2 coming up. Stay with us. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Are you sick and tired of living with that constant pain in your knees and back? You know, joint pain doesn't just keep you from doing what you love. It affects your job, your relationships, even simple things like getting dressed. Hey, it's Steve Russell. It's time to call QC Kinetics. They use advanced regenerative medicine to restore and repair damaged joint tissue, giving you your life back. Hips, shoulders, elbows, they can all be treated with natural biologics from your own body. Powerful healing agents, highly concentrated. If you're tired of steroid shots that don't work, or if you're trying to avoid surgery, call QC Kinetics now to schedule your free consultation. Learn about these exciting new cutting-edge treatments for pain caused by arthritis or injury. No drugs, no pain meds, no downtime. This is an all-natural treatment that can get you lasting relief. People here are raving about the results. Appointments are now available for this coming week. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. There's always excitement about lighting the first fire of the season. It brings family together, provides comfort, warmth, and a gathering atmosphere. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center in Gainesville on Main Street is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric fireplaces, indoor or outdoor, in wall or standalone, plus decorative screens, tool sets, and more. Visit our showroom today and capture the warmth of the season. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center since 1975. Visit online at woodstoveflorida.com. Want to make a big impact this election? Voting yes on single-member districts is a vote for accountability. Voting yes on single-member districts is a vote for true representation. This is the first time in 40 years that we have an opportunity to fix our local government and finally have a say in who represents us. Let's come together and stand up for Alachua County. Vote yes on single-member districts on November 8th. Paid political advertisement paid for by Leading of Our Future, 155E Park Ave, Suite 1, Tallahassee, Florida, 32301. Next time you're driving around town, check out the car in front of you or alongside of you. There's a really good chance that that's a Southeast Car Agency tag. Why? Because the Cousins family has been selling vehicles here in North Central Florida for over 40 successful years. And only one kind, the best in late model, low mileage vehicles, no new vehicles. Steve Russell here. I drive one myself, have for years. Check them out in person, Northeast 39th Avenue or online, secars.com. Southeast Car Agency. Gainesville Highfield MRI has recently remodeled and expanded. A beautiful, relaxing waiting room, state-of-the-art imaging, new x-ray and ultrasound services. And as always, at Gainesville Highfield MRI, you are their top priority. They offer evening and weekend hours, same-day scheduling, and accept nearly all insurances. If you've been in a car wreck, had a slip and fall, or just want to get a nagging injury treated, go where doctors send their patients. Gainesville Highfield MRI, in the Millennium Center on 43rd Street and Newberry Road, and online at GainesvilleHighfieldMRI.com. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. 
Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM. WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Tuesday. Sam Potosa is producing the broadcast. We thank you for making time out of your busy day to join us. I hope you enjoyed Inside the Huddle 2 earlier today with the head ball coach and the Gator QB, Shane Matthews. Uh, We have a lot to talk about today. We will take your questions, calls, and comments as we go along. You're going to hear your first chance to hear about South Carolina football. Uh, But right now, uh, I've known this guy for... A long time. Uh, Gator great. Wayne Fields is his name. Wayne joins us now, and he's going to talk to us uh, about a very unique football raffle that's going to be happening for a very good cause. So, Wayne, I'll let you kind of roll with this. Welcome, and uh, tell folks what's going on here. Well, Steve, thank you very much. I've got to use my radio voice (laughs) now to express myself. (laughs) So I'd like to just say thank you for having me on as a guest. Sure. Um, I am a member of the Leonard George and Willie Jackson Senior Scholarship Endowment Committee, and it's sponsored by the organization called WJJM Committee Incorporated. We're a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and our main objective is to raise money in the name of Leonard George and Willie Jackson. And we've done that. In 2021, we raised $50,000 and became an official endowment, paying for one of the 85 scholarships that the University of Florida offers in football. And currently, we're right at about $90,000, with our goal being $250,000. And last year we had a golf tournament and did pretty well, raised about $25,000 or $30,000. And this year we're ending up with a football autographed by 20 Heisman Trophy winners, and we're going to raffle it off. We've been having uh, contributions made all football season. And on Saturday against the, uh, is it South Carolina? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, we're, we've got a football that's been autographed by, of course, the big three, Steve Spurrier, Danny Werfel, Tim Tebow, in addition to Joe Burrow, Troy Smith, Eric Crouch, Ricky Williams, Eddie George, Charlie Ward, Gina Toretta, and many more, Tony Dorsett, Archie Griffin, Mike Garrett, and Paul Horney. And that's about 15 or so, but... We've got an official letter. The ball was provided by head ball coach, Coach Steve Furrier, and he's been gracious enough to also allow us to meet at his uh, restaurant out at Celebration Point. And so we'll have a golf tournament on March 18th as well, and uh, that will be in 2023. But this Heisman Trophy autographed football will be raffled off this coming Saturday 
at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Now, can Wayne, can people still, uh, how would they, I, I'll use the word sign up, I mean, can people still uh, put their name in and donate money to uh, have a chance to win this thing? Very, absolutely. They can go to our website of www.wjjm.org. That's www.wjjm.org, and they can make a contribution, buy a raffle ticket. Uh, we are suggesting $50 per ticket for high big-time spenders, but any contribution will be good, and they can register to receive a raffle ticket. At the game Saturday also, they can come out to the game early. We'll be out there by 10 a.m., and we'll be selling raffle tickets then as well, and we're right there on the Gator Walk in front of the um, – on the north end of Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. You know, Wayne, it's, it, because you and I go back such a long way, and, you know, people that are on this committee like Jimmy DeBose and Melvin Flournoy and John Williams – you guys have been really active in trying to make this thing happen for, for Leonard George and Willie Jackson Sr. Uh, when did this, for those who don't know, when did this actually begin? What, when did the process start to make this happen? It's, it's a great question because we actually got started two years ago. Uh, John Williams, we all uh, went to visit John. He had some medical issues. And a guy also was there with us by the name of Robert Atkins, who passed away um, with an illness related to cancer. But when we went to see John, who also had some issues back then, we all came up with there's got to be a way that we can bring some recognition to the 70s guys. And then we came up with the idea, well, why don't we recognize the two African-Americans who started this all off mm -hmm. while they're still here to be able to smell the roses of their achievement and their ordeal. And so Leonard George and Willie Jackson Sr. have been coming here for the games. Uh, one time last year, they also had them um, as the official captains, honorary captains, and also they were two-bit two -bit leaders. So that's been our motivation, and it has been very successful up to date. Yeah, I think it's also cool when you have other Gators that are behind this that, you know, see the contributions that that uh, Leonard George and Willie Jackson Sr. made. That must be pretty a, a pretty nice feeling, too. Well, to have players who usually will say that, look, I gave my blood, sweat, and tears on the field. And what we're also saying now is, well, let's give back to the university. Because we remember those days. We remember the times that we had where the camaraderie was so strong. And so at last year's golf tournament, Steve, we had Coach Doug Dickey. Steve Spurrier came out in addition. Matt Moore, Carlos Alvarez. Those are guys from the 70s. But Redell Anthony, Terrence Barber, Wes Chandler, in addition to uh, head coach Doug Dickey made such a a great presentation and talking with us and getting out there. Coach Doug Dickey is in his 90s. Yeah. And yeah. to be out there, plus we had Chris Doring who participated, um, Don Gaffney, Terry Jackson, Willie Jackson Jr. We had a great lineup of guys, almost 120, both 
sponsors as well as former players. A great time. It is a good time. I wish you luck with this, Wayne. Uh, one more time, uh, just get the, the information about uh, the raffle and all that. People can go to the website. It's www.wjjm.org. And all they have to do is simply click on where it says to donate, and they can contribute. And remember, all donations, all contributions go to support the Leonard George Willie Jackson Sr. endowment, and the endowment pays for one of the 85 football scholarships that the University of Florida gives out every year. Okay. Uh, thanks for doing this, and I wish you luck with it. And uh, come March, I'm going to that golf tournament because there's a lot of people there that uh, I'm going to say hello to again. It's been a while, so um, check me into that thing. I'll be there. So appreciate you doing this, Wayne. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. We appreciate it. You got Go it, Wayne. Game. Yep, thank you. Uh, that dude could play. Uh, local kid, and he was a really good defensive player in his time. Wayne Fields joining us here uh, on Sports Scene. Uh, okay, we got a little time here <clears throat> for a quick call, 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Um, I can remember, I, I will tell this story um, about Doug Dickey uh, because I was in school when Doug Dickey was coaching here. Um, and I'll never forget this. Uh, I was a student journalist and Norm Carlson, the great Norm Carlson, was uh, the sports information person for football. And we were going to cover here at WFT the homecoming parade. But we had to do the interview early. And Florida had just lost. And Norm had said something to Coach Dickey. He forgot. And when in the scrum of reporters I asked Coach Dickey about homecoming, he kind of jumped at me, uh, and I was pretty embarrassed. And Mr. Carlson, Mr. C just said very calmly, Coach, remember I told you about And, oh, yeah, and Coach Dickey was so nice after that, apologized. Uh, I've gotten to interview him a few times over the years. Uh, pretty cool thing. One thirteen time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Lauren Halpern. In the NHL, catch the Tampa Bay Lightning back in action against the Edmonton Oilers. Over the weekend, the Lightning defeated the Buffalo Sabres 5-3. You can find coverage for tonight's game right here starting at 8. Former Gator Keontae Johnson returned to the court for the first time in two years. This was Johnson's first game since he collapsed during a game in December of 2020. He started for the Kansas State Wildcats' season-opening win over UT Rio Grande Valley on Monday. Johnson finished with 13 points and 4 assists with three three-pointers. The college football rankings will come out tonight. Georgia held on to the number one spot, defeating Tennessee, while Clemson fell to number 12 after falling to Notre Dame. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lauren Halpern. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. If you're looking for internship or co-op opportunities while completing undergraduate or graduate degrees at Florida, well, check out Arthrex. Arthrex develops innovative technologies that help treat orthopedic injuries from pro athletes to weekend warriors. They care about helping people get back in the game. 
If you're looking to make a difference, join a global company that provides exciting opportunities and experiences to enhance your professional development. Check out openings for internships and co-ops that will become available very soon. So check out careers.arthrex.com. That's careers.arthrex.com. I love the ocean. Me? I love a slow, winding river. I love the lake. Slick as glass. But nothing compares to what you love inside the boat. My family. My child. My best friend from first grade. If you're behind the wheel of a boat, pay attention. That way your favorite water will always be safe water. Learn more about boating safety at myfwc.com. Brought to you by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things, for our planet. Thinking of having turkey for the holidays? Make sure to buy one that was humanely and ethically raised. One of the best options is to buy a turkey direct from a local farm. If that's not an option, look for turkeys that are labeled either USDA organic or certified humane. Be wary of terms like natural, cage-free, and no hormones, as these terms aren't regulated. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? When you are injured in an accident, do you really want to call an attorney's office based on the size of their firm? You should ask yourself this question. Can I afford to get lost in the shuffle at a time when I need individualized attention the most? I'm Jack Fine, Gainesville's accident attorney for over 40 years at Fine Park Ash and Parla Piano. When you call our office, you will speak to one of our four experienced attorneys at no charge. Fine Park Ash and Parla Piano. Local representation, big firm results. Visit ffplaw.com for a free consultation. Attention contractors, land developers, farm and ranch owners. Groven Construction is a heavy civil and site development company in the Gainesville area. They have A3 rated structural screen fill dirt and topsoil. If you need fill dirt for any of your farm or business projects, Groven Construction can deliver. This A3 rated structural screen fill dirt and topsoil is perfect for pastures, arenas, construction projects, site work and development. Call Groven Construction today for pricing and to schedule your pickup or delivery. 352-204-0102. That's 352-204-0102. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs. The future is now. Falls up. Gators say they have it. Oh, and it is Florida football. The Gators return to the swamp for senior day against South Carolina. To the five. Chop, chop, chop. Touchdown, Gators. Kickoff is set for 4 Eastern, 3 Central, with pregame coverage beginning at 1 Eastern, noon Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. 
Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. You know, it's funny. The transfer portal giveth, transfer transfer portal taketh away. Seven Gators made their debut last night in Gator men's basketball, and I believe four were transfers. And I think those four have a chance to be really uh, viable members of this team. Three nine two eight two five five. Email s russell at wruf dot com. D. Hello. Hey, what's up, Steve? Uh, Gator basketball for sure, man. Uh, you know, gr- great debut. Uh, we did what we were supposed to do. Like you said earlier, uh, Stony Brook was overmatched. Um, you know, like you said, man, the, the newcomers, um, you know, Mark Wise was just raving about Alex Fudge, you know, his that, that 6'9", that length, that, you know, you know how he can guard. Uh, he can make up space in a hurry. Uh, you know, Will Richard can shoot. Uh, you know, Kyle Lofton controlling the offense. I don't think he had a – I know he only had two assists. I don't think he had a turnover. And then, uh, you know, Castleton doing his thing. So, you know, like it's just one game, Steve, but, you know, just exciting debut. They did what they were supposed to do. And like you said, man, those those newcomers are going to play a, a, a vital part on this team. Yeah, I, I think when you've got the, the – and not just the transfers, but the newcomers too, you know, it takes – sometimes takes time to mesh you know, when Aberdeen comes and the rest of those guys and plus the transfers. But it looked, and like you said, it's one game. It looked like they meshed, uh, knew what they were doing. Uh, the length part of it, D, is something that I think is going to pay dividends because I think Florida lacked that the last couple of years, you know, where you can really use your length to defend. So, I mean, when the league starts, we'll see. When schedule gets tougher, we'll see. But you got to start someplace, and they could have started terribly. So, good first game. Yeah, like Florida State, right? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, boy. Oh man. Um, yeah. You know, it was. I, I, I wasn't sure what I was watching for a while there. I mean, they made a, they you know made a comeback, but whew, not anything like Leonard Hamilton's previous teams, at least early. Right, uh, for sure. And uh, it's football, Steve. Uh, it, the season's not over, man. Uh, you know that that A and M win. You know, you always when you when you're struggling and your you know defenses are playing well. I mean, you you want any kind of win. I don't care what Texas A and M's issues were. That's that's not our problem. We uh, the offense looked good. Uh, the running game looked good. Anthony Richardson uh, looked good. The receivers stepped up, and then the defense in the second half. Uh, I think they gave us five consecutive stops. So you just want to see, you know, coming down the stretch, are, are they turning the corner? Are guys starting to buy in? So, yeah, man, I mean, I said eight and four at the beginning of the season, Steve. Uh, that That's certainly attainable, but it's just one game at a time. It is. And and I and look, I've gotten some response to that. Uh, and I'm going to read Williams here because I think he makes a good point. I think there's a difference between saying – what the expectation is, and being disappointed. Because disappointed is okay. It's okay to be disappointed. If the Jets don't make the playoffs now, 
given their six and three start, I'll be a little disappointed. But you know, to say the season's over because you don't win the East or the SEC, I hope that's not the case with the majority of people. No, no one expected us to win the East, so I don't know how people could be yeah. you know, disappointed at that. So it is what it is. Be good, Steve. Thank you, D. Williams says, and I think he makes a great point here. I think people are still excited about Florida football, but nobody's ever going to be excited about six wins. He mentioned the Jets. Uh, to put it bluntly, the expectations for the Jets are to lose. Jets fans are used to it. It's accepted. Jets are good at losing. And since the arrival of Spurrier is not the case at Florida, even the fired coaches here have all won at a high level in some form or fashion. When I use the word terrible, are we Jets terrible? No, but again, the expectation at Florida is higher than that, and it should be. Well, that brings up another point, right? I certainly understand the thought process, William, with the expectation, right? And sometimes I will say expectations by some people are through the roof. I mean, look look at Alabama. Alabama has two losses. Could have won either of those games, and Saban just melted down because he was ripping the fan base for saying, you know, all of a sudden I can't coach. All of, I mean, so I get it. that That's a spoiled fan base. That's a good thing. And their expectation level is crazy. It's crazy. So I think there's a big difference between expectation and result. So, but look, I, I just hope that and, and like Coach Spurrier has always said, only so many times you get to play in a swamp. Saturday's it. Done. Till spring. So hopefully, at least, um, you know, we'll see what happens there. Uh, let's get Allen here. Uh, he has a baseball question. He says, uh, Steve, I didn't hear your thoughts. Do you think the Astros championship is tainted in any way? No. No. Now, the 17, okay, maybe, but not this one. No, they didn't do anything they should not have done. Uh, So, no. And he said, uh, your Mets just uh, signed Diaz. Do you think they're going to go out and spend a lot of money? Yes, I do, because the owner has proven he wants to spend a lot of money. And that's refreshing because the Mets' previous ownership wouldn't spend anything so yeah now with that it's just like the Dodgers okay if you spend money you're talking about fan expectation that fan expectation ratchets up because you're spending all that money and you want to return on the investment 126 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry we'll talk with a Columbia's football coach Demetri Jackson then we'll hear from Terry Ford will talk to you about South Carolina. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. It's everybody's favorite time of year, Gator football season. And where do Gator fans gather before, during, and after Gator football games? Easy. The Social at Midtown. 
The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Stop in before the game for a few drinks and a bite to eat and then walk to the stadium. After the game, stroll directly across University Avenue and party all night long. And if you don't have tickets to the game, The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs so you won't miss one second of the action. You'll even be able to hear the roar of the crowd from The Social's rooftop bar. But you don't need to wait for a Gator game to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Follow them on social media or check out thesocialgnv.com for daily specials, including their famous all-day happy hour every Sunday. It's time to get social at The Social at Midtown. It is one of the top five most important purchases you're going to make in your entire life. International Diamond Center's Ryan McKellen talking about your engagement ring. We take the time to make sure that you have that peace of mind in that purchase. At IDC, peace of mind starts with a hand-picked certified diamond that is cut for maximum brilliance. And when I put my diamond up against a diamond that you can find in almost any other retail location, we're going to end up beating the competition because our product stands out to the eye of the beholder. It sparkles more, it jumps off the ring, and just outperforms. And to showcase that diamond, IDC has rings from premier designers like Takori, Viraggio, Henry Dossi, and many more. IDC carries brands that other stores are not even allowed to carry. And then you get the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry, backed by a family who stands behind every purchase for life. Our integrity is paramount. We take care of your ring for life. We invite you in as an extension of our family. But you always know that you're getting top quality products, and that peace of mind that the customer gets is unbelievable. International Diamond Center for that once-in-a-lifetime purchase at Celebration Point. As a small business owner, you've got aims to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Want to make a big impact this election? Voting yes on single-member districts is a vote for accountability. Voting yes on single-member districts is a vote for true representation for all of Alachua County. This is the first time in 40 years that we have an opportunity to fix our local government and finally have a say in who represents us. Don't let this opportunity for fair elections pass us by. Let's come together and stand up for Alachua County. Vote yes on single-member districts on November 8th. Pay political advertisement paid for by leading for our future. 115 East Park Avenue, Suite 1, Tallahassee, Florida, 32301. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A tropical storm watch has been issued for Alachua and Marion counties ahead of Tropical Storm Nicole. That system expected to impact our area Wednesday night into Thursday. For the rest of the day today, staying blustery, a mixture of sun and clouds, temperatures in the upper 70s early, falling into the upper 50s overnight. Tomorrow, on and off downpours becoming increasingly likely, especially during the evening, staying windy. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. They finally are calling... 
carrying. What Jordan does is a carry. I was so proud. They called it not once but twice, but three times. And I went, yes, yes. That's a big advantage. But they are they're calling that, and I like it. It's about time. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. High school football playoffs are going to go on. Hopefully the weather will cooperate. One of the teams that are in the playoffs, the Columbia Tigers, coached by Demetri Jackson. Coach now joins us. Demetri, I know there's been one game, Buell's game got moved to Friday at Newberry. Is your game still on as scheduled? Yes. Uh, as we speak right now, uh, we're still playing Friday. Uh, Friday night at 7.30 at Columbia uh, High School. Okay. Um, let's talk about your season, Demetric. Um, was it a little up and down? As you look back at the season as, as a whole, what did you see with your team? Um, we made some drastic uh, improvement um, from the first part of the season. We, we kind of hit, started off a little rocky um, over at Beer Holtz the, the first opening night. Um, we struggled on a, on a soggy field on a, uh, versus a very good quality team in Bills Bobcats. And then the following week, we just didn't play well at a, a very good union team, but a lot smaller classification. Um, then we kind of started playing a little better, um, hitting our strides there. We had some close games. Um, and then we, we struggled a little bit uh, defensively of stopping Trinity. Uh, again, another team that um, – I think it's ranked pretty high in the state classification. Um, then we kind of started winning, winning more ball games. So we ended up the regular season at six and three. Uh, we placed third in the region and um, three suburban, and so in, in region one. And um, we feel good about our chances of, of, of improving. Playing those tough teams, uh, did that? Uh, even though you may have not won every game, did that tough schedule benefit you? Do you think? We think so. Um, obviously, um, playing in some hostile environments, playing at Citizen Field versus Beholds, playing at Union, um, even though they're, again, a smaller school, they're, they're very well coached and have some great talent. And then playing Trinity Christian over in Jacksonville um, were some tough environments to play at. Um, and I think it, it, it would bode well for us moving into the playoffs um, facing teams like Lincoln, uh, who's going to bring in a solid team in. Uh, I think it just prepared us for um, how the playoff is going to be played, and hopefully we can um, limit the mistakes and and go out and uh, execute our game plan. Tell me about Lincoln. Uh, Lincoln is a a solid team. Um, We we feel that they are very good defensively, uh, very active on the D-line, but uh, they're led by that linebacker number three. Um, Georgia commit, uh, and then their secondary is going to get up and play a lot of man coverage against us, um, and they're going to blitz you. So they, they pride themselves on having a solid defense. Um, offensively, they're going to run the ball, 
Um, they may be without their quarterback. We don't know 100% sure, but uh, we know that the starting quarterback got hurt early on, don't know the extent of it. But uh, they pride themselves on being real good defensively and, and sound on uh, special teams and just kind of doing some good things off uh, on the offensive side of the ball. So uh, it's a huge challenge for us. Uh, we got to know where those that linebacker is at at all times. Uh, we also got to protect our quarterback because their defensive line, um, they get after you and they'll blitz from several different angles. Uh, so we got to do a good job of protecting our quarterback. Demetrius, I've asked a couple of the other coaches this. Um, how do you approach postseason? Do you say, hey, look, our regular season got us here. Let's build on that. Or, look, everybody's zero and zero at this point. How do you look at that? Uh, it's a combination of things. Uh, you know, I believe in the regular season prepares you for the playoffs. Um, but you, you, in, in so many instances, you don't know how the district play, what other teams are, are playing against. We know um, Lincoln played against a, a very good Florida high team. They played a very, against a very good Dillard team. So those are some quality opponents that they played against. Um, so you've you got to take in the regular season um, approach of how you're going to approach the postseason. But we also realize that um, – you're going to get everybody's best shot um, when it comes to the postseason. Everybody is 0-0 right now. So you're going to get their best shot, and you can't look at how they may have played against Florida High or how they may have played against another opponent. Uh, you got to prepare for their best. And so right now everybody is 0-0, and um, and this game is you, you win, you move on. If you lose, you, you know, it's over. So we do take into consideration of how some teams did in the regular season. But you got to know that you're going to get their best shot. I'll end with this. Where have you gotten – or where, where have you improved the most, Demetrius, from the start of the season to now? Um, well, we got – we had some guys that were out early in the season, um, particularly on the offensive line. You know, one of our starting um, titles was out on the first four games. One of our top receivers was out for the first four games. Um and so we got those guys back that kind of open up a little, little bit more in our, um, in our offense. So I think we've, we've improved drastically offensively. Um, defensively, we've created some more depth. Uh, we, we played a lot of guys on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and just kind of understanding what's at stake, getting our guys to practice hard and, and play hard and take each week uh, with great approach has been probably our greatest asset as a team. Um, how we've approached each week. But to get those guys back on offense, uh, I think really helped us um, in the long run. Well, I wish you a lot of luck, and hopefully uh, the weather will cooperate as uh, Demetrius Columbia team will take on Tallahassee Lincoln. Appreciate you all the time, man. Thanks for doing this. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate you having me. You got it, Demetrius. Thank you. Good good player for the Gators, too. Demetrius Jackson joining us here uh, on Sports Scene. Uh, okay, we got a little time here, but before our next guest, 392-8255, you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. And uh, let me get to my email here real quickly. Um, <laughs> I got to laugh at this. Uh, Paul says, are you setting a record for guests today? Uh, no, I, but I will tell you. The record for guests on sports scene in one day was eight. Eight. 
and it wasn't by design. You know, a lot of times when you get coaches or players, it's like, I can only do it today. I can only do it today. Well, that you, you take what you can get. Jonesy says, you and I both know Florida State's improved in football. Have they improved so much they should be that dominant against Miami? Or has Miami fallen off that much? Uh, both. Miami's a mess. And, and think about it. They had a returning quarterback, and it's just gone south for them. But I, I do think they play – FSU plays Syracuse this week on the road. That's a really key game to win because Syracuse was ranked. They've lost their last couple. So we'll see. Tommy says, think to get a receiver shine this past week. You think there'll be a group of team strength going forward? Uh, yeah, yes. But look, it's they go hand in hand, right? You got a good quarterback. That quarterback makes your receivers a little better, and vice versa, right? But yeah, I think. Look, does Florida have on its team right now a? Uh, you know, a first-round NFL guy? No, I don't think so. But I think they've got some good, solid college receivers. And, you know, there's some young guys that are getting chances now that I think are going to be up-and-comers for this team. So I think the future there uh, looks pretty darn good. And we'll see if that future continues. Uh, Phil says, Steve, I, I don't think the season's over with. Uh, I can't wait for Saturday. Hope the weather cooperates. Uh, I'm, I pull for the Gators if they're nine and two or two and nine. Well, then kudos to you, Phil, because that doesn't happen all the time, especially now. And look, there is such a thing as expectation. There is such a thing that, you know, if, if you, can you be disappointed? Yes. Can you think the season didn't go, you know, the way I thought it would go kind of thing? Yes. But you still love the sport, right? You still love football. And as far as the expectation thing is concerned, you know, sometimes should it be tempered? Because history shows you no one stays on top forever. No one. I keep saying this. The mark of a program is how long you're down, not how long you're on top, because everybody eventually is going to fall. If you're number one, you've got one place to go. That's it. That's all you can do. All right, Florida plays South Carolina, a team that ran the ball down Florida's throat last year. And I think people, you know, there were some uh, players that had the flu last year, uh, but Florida gave up 40 points to the Gamecocks last year, and they ran for 284 yards. And two running backs had over 100 yards on the ground, and the Gators managed just, I think, 80 yards on the ground. So... <laughs> That better change, because if it doesn't, then it may be a long day again. And as I said, Carolina doesn't really do one thing great. We'll talk to our next guest here in a minute, and uh, 
get his thoughts on that. Greg, hello. Hey, Steve, I just want to say with the South Carolina game, yeah, you aptly just put it, the uh, 40 to 17, 41, 17, shellacking. I hope some of the players that were there last year uh, remember that, uh, keep their emotions under control. But I primarily just wanted to mention the basketball game. I know I called when Coach Spurrier was on, but that's a different show, so couldn't mention it then. I really I was able to watch it on the ESPN Plus app, and, Steve, they look really good. The athletes, the number of athletes he has, I mean, aside from the people coming back, and I'm so glad Felder and all these guys came back. And But it's just like, I think, and you mentioned it earlier, his biggest job is going to be to find that, that unit that meshes. And then what I like D kind of touched on is just to be able to have people like this kid, Fudge, and uh, just the names, the students we're going to probably come up with for him. I mean, God willing, they'll all stay healthy all year. But I, I haven't been this excited, Steve, and I know this, to Mike White, but I haven't been this excited since Billy when he got here. And then, of course, the early 2000s. I genuinely am excited for this team. I just want to say that publicly and go Gators. Win tomorrow, win uh, Saturday in South, in South in the Swamp against South Carolina. We really need to pay them back and go Gators. Greg, thank you. 143 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Lauren Halpern. Tonight in the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning will take on the Edmonton Oilers. The Lightning looks to take momentum from their win against the Buffalo Sabres over the weekend into tonight's matchup. You can find coverage right here starting at 8. Keontae Johnson, a transfer from Florida, returned to the court for the first time since collapsing during a game in December of 2020. Johnson started for the Kansas State Wildcats' season-opening win over UT Rio Grande Valley on Monday. He scored 13 points, had four assists with three three-pointers. The college football playoff rankings will come out tonight. Georgia holds on to the number one spot after defeating Tennessee, while Clemson drops to number 12 after falling to Notre Dame. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lauren Halpern. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. There's this uh, one physician that I admire a lot and trust with my life, and they referred me to Dr. Art. But you know, I had to invest in myself, my confidence with my smile now, and, you know, it's just made the world of difference to me. So much. It's just so well worth the investment I made here. Dr. Art has an amazing um, technique. Um, bedside manners are just amazing makes you feel relaxed like you know you're part of the family and that's I want an exceptional work um, that's why I came to exceptional in exceptional dentistry it's all about the trust and the confidence that the patient can have with the with the team here love Dr. Art this is Dr. Kim Mowry and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome we're here for you please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com that's exceptionaldentistry.com Aikido America's new location is now open, and we want to celebrate the grand opening with you. Come help us in the Gainesville Chamber of Commerce. Cut the ribbon to Okito's second location next to the Flip Factory at 7420 West Newberry Ave on Thursday, November 10th from 5 to 7 p.m. Join us for food, music, giveaways, and tours as we showcase the new Okito America, where you'll find the same great martial arts and dance classes and the same great after-school programs. Okito America, now with two locations to better serve Gainesville. RSVP today on our Facebook page. 
Order your Thanksgiving dinner from Miapa before it's too late. Thanksgiving is a day to spend with family and friends. Don't spend it in a kitchen cooking. Let Miapa do it for you. We've got your entire Thanksgiving dinner covered. From the roasted turkey to your favorite Miapa sides, rice and beans, Cuban bread, and of course, sweet plantains. All starting at $99. And don't forget dessert. Our Tres Leches pumpkin spice pie is the sweetest end to a delicious meal. Don't let cooking get in the way of a great meal. Get your Thanksgiving dinner at MiapaLatinCafe.com today. This is Ernie Johnson, Jr. Sports is about overcoming obstacles, and college coaches work hard to help young men overcome Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It's called Coach to Cure MD, and you can help. Text the word CURE to 501-501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill, or go online to coachtocuremd.org. Text the word CURE to 501-501. Help coaches cure MD. Brought to you by the American Football Coaches Association. In 1971, Jeffrey Meldon established the Meldon Law Firm. Since that time, Meldon Law Firm has been committed to helping people in need. In addition to recovering millions for clients injured in accidents, Jeffrey has written consumer guides to help folks understand how to protect themselves in the event of an accident. At Meldon Law, we won't back down in representing our clients on their road to recovery after suffering an injury. Learn more at MeldonLaw.com. Meldon Law with offices in Ocala, Gainesville, and Lake City. There's so much to love about our community. The small town values, the familiar faces, and somewhere near the top of the list, high school football. That's why Radiant Credit Union is here to celebrate all this community has to offer, both on and off the field. While others may come and go, Radiant Credit Union is here for you, here for the community, and here for good. Proudly serving our members for over 65 years, stop by any of our nearby locations or visit RadiantCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Attention contractors, land developers, farm and ranch owners. Groven Construction is a heavy civil and site development company in the Gainesville area. They have A3 rated structural screen fill dirt and topsoil. If you need fill dirt for any of your farm or business projects, Groven Construction can deliver. This A3 rated structural screen fill dirt and topsoil is perfect for pastures, arenas, construction projects, site work and development. Call Groven Construction today for pricing and to schedule your pickup or delivery. 352-204-0102. That's 352-204-0102. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online WRUF.com Final home game of the year. South Carolina coming to town after the Gamecocks waxed the Gators last year up there. My pleasure to bring in from 107.5 the game in Columbia, Terry Ford here to talk about the Gamecocks. Terry, what's up, man? How are you? Just another fantastic day in my life, Steve. We started off this morning. I woke up this no, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. I do that when I go to Starbucks every now and then. You get the you get the guy and you get the big smile. Hi, sir. How are you doing? Well, I have a rash, and just watch him flip out. That's right. Speaking of flipping out, Gator fans flipped out last year when Carolina put forty on them and ran the ball right down their throat. Uh, what's this edition of South Carolina in your eyes like? I don't know, Steve. <laughs> Offensively, it's 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 strange. 
It really is. It, clunky is a, is a nice way to describe it. Like Saturday, and look, we all know Vanderbilt's Vanderbilt, and the defense isn't very good in Nashville. But South Carolina didn't have their leading rusher, Marshawn Lloyd, who's been the, their most consistent playmaker all year. And without Lloyd, you know, they spread the field, Steve, with multiple wideouts, and they got the ball out of Spencer Rattler's hands, quick quarterback. And they used, you know, Jaheim Bell, who was a tight end at running back, and they ran reverse, and they did all these creative things that we haven't really seen a lot of this year. Um, because the offense has been a big issue ever since Shane Beamer took over with the offensive coordinator, Marcus Satterfield. They're even printing fire Satterfield T-shirts. Oh. That's how well it's gone, Steve. And um, so the offense has been, has been a, uh, like I said, a bit of an issue. And it really has been carried by Marshawn Lloyd for the most part this year. And it almost seemed like they simplified the offense and just say we're going to give Lloyd 20 touches a game. And then we'll, you know, the run will set up the path and things of that nature. And then Saturday without Lloyd, it was very creative and very wide open, sort of like the Mayo Bowl win over North Carolina. So to answer your question, offensively, I don't know what the heck they're going to be doing, Steve. I don't even know if they know what the heck they're going to be doing. It's been a, it's been a, a mishmash all year. Um, what has not worked out with Spencer Rattler? You know what I think? And, and, look, a lot of times, and you know this because you've been covering sports for a long time, the job of, of an offensive coordinator is to put your players in the best position to succeed, right? Right. That's really your job. And your job is to take your system and mold it around the strengths of your players. And I think basically Spencer Rattler, one of the many reasons he came to South Carolina, he wanted to run a pro-style offense because he wanted to get ready to go play in the NFL, and he figured running a pro-style offense would help him get there, even though the ironic part, he was running an offense at Oklahoma. Um, let's see, the last three guys have either been starting quarterbacks in the NFL or now starting quarterbacks in the NFL, and they've all been at New York to maybe get a Heisman. But Spencer Rattler wanted to run a pro-style offense, so he came to South Carolina. And I watched Spencer Rattler, Steve. I don't think he, at this point in his development, I don't think he can run a pro-style offense. Because, again, there's so many things that you do from the neck up in regard to reads and progressions, pre-snap stuff. There's a lot of things that go into quarterbacking a pro-style offense. And, and look, it's not a criticism. It's just this isn't where he's at. He's better when he, in the words you know, of Kevin Costner you know, from back in the day, think less, throw more meat. You know, he's better just reacting and playing and not overthinking the position. I think a lot of it has been he's trying to run an offense that he really right now can't run from the neck up in regards to a lot of the things you need to do. Last Saturday, Steve, he was just he was just making plays and it was his best game starting at South Carolina as their quarterback. I think he needs to run more of an Oklahoma style offense. Then he does a pro-style offense. And I think that's been the number one thing for him. A lot of paralysis by analysis. Hmm. Defensively, what do you see with this group? Another weird <laughs> crew. <laughs> Is it going to be the, the defense you saw that, that shut down Kentucky? Kentucky did play a backup quarterback, but they shut down Kentucky. For the most part, shut down Texas A&M, even though I think you and I can shut down the Texas A&M offense. At this offense. point, yes. But, Exactly. It just the defense has had moments where they're really good, and they've had head scratching moments like last week against Vanderbilt. You know, the running back Davies had a career day, 
Um, and Vandy had a, a historic day running the football against South Carolina last week. And they, you know, the Gamecocks force turnovers. They have a good secondary. Their front seven, their front four, I should say, is talented. It's just sometimes they're not very disciplined. Like, and, and I'll tell you what, that's what should scare folks here is quarterbacks have had some success running the ball against South Carolina this year. Mike Wright came in, the Vanderbilt backup came in last week when A.J. Swan got hurt, and Wright ran the ball very well. Well, they're going to go up against a dude uh, this Saturday in Gainesville that can run the ball pretty well, too, if you give him space. And so that's a matchup to look at from you guys' standpoint this week, and you're probably already talking about on your show, Anthony Richardson in the run game versus a South Carolina run defense that is not disciplined at times, doesn't hold the edge at times, and sometimes they're not very disciplined in their gap assignments. This could be a game that Anthony Richardson could run wild, possibly if South Carolina doesn't play discipline on defense. Terry Ford joining us here from 107.5, the game in Columbia. Uh, Shane Beamer's kind of done this, Terry, a bit with smoke and mirrors. I mean, had a pretty nice year last year, six wins this year. If Carolina comes here and beats Florida, what's the recipe, given what you've just told me with this Carolina team? It is so interesting because you know they're a six-win team. They're bowl eligible for the second straight season. And last year, Steve, you know, they started 43 different quarterbacks <laughs> right. because of injuries and all. Remember, remember, they had a grad assistant, thought he was going to be getting yeah. Shane Beamer coffee all year, and they said, dude, put on some shoulder pads, go play football. Yeah. Um, and somehow they squeezed out seven wins. And, and this year it's been the same way. The, there's, there's been moments the defense has been really good and the offense has struggled. Last Saturday, the offense stepped up, and the defense, despite forcing four turnovers, struggled stopping Vanderbilt. The special teams is the one constant here, Steve. This special teams unit under Pete Limbo might be the best, best special teams group in the country. S&P Plus, the analytic thing that Billy Connolly does on ESPN, mm-hmm. has South Carolina as the number one special teams group in America. This, I mean, they faked, they faked the field goal last week and threw a first down pass to a nose tackle, for the love of God. Um, they fake field goals. They fake punts. Um, they, they return kicks for scores or for big plays. Their coverage units are really good. The special teams here has, has really affected winning games. And that's something Florida, Florida special teams, you know, just from looking at numbers, it's a solid group. But this South Carolina group affects games. And that might be, if South Carolina walks off the field in Gainesville Saturday with a W, it might be because of one or two impactful special teams plays that either change the game or win the game. Terry, great stuff. Where can people see and hear your work? Well, you know, I'm not, I don't really work on the yeah, games. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just station, a here. give you a station uh, a plug. That's what I'm trying to do for you here. Yeah, Sure. Hey, we're, we're here, 107.5 The Game. We're the home of the Gamecocks. Well, the show I do that you're going to be so kind to jump on this week, we go till noon to 3, so we'll have you on between 2 and, two and 3 to talk about the Gators. We're live and local from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., and we talk a ton of South Carolina all day long. So that's what we're doing here, my friend. My last minute here, real quick, what's the expectation for, we all know what the women's team, but what about you know new coach with basketball? What's the expectation there, real quick? Uh, very low. Um, they, they got, of course, you know the Gigi Jackson um Signing and Gigi Jackson's going to come in and reclassify and play this year. He's a, you know, one of the best recruits in the country for you know 2023, not 2022. So that's really the interesting part here for a new coach is watching this prize freshman play. But very low expectation. It's going to be a last place team in the SEC, Steve. Oh boy, 
Thanks for your time as uh, always, my friend, and I will talk to you soon. Yeah, always good talking with you, my friend. Appreciate you. you. Yep, thank you, Terry. Terry Ford, 107.5 The Game in Columbia, uh, telling you about the Gamecocks. Well, uh, that is going to do it for us today. Hope you enjoyed all the guests. Tomorrow, hope to have uh, C.J. Felder here from Gator Basketball. Uh, and the play-by-play voice, longtime play-by-play voice of South Carolina, Todd Ellis, uh, their one-time quarterback, also scheduled to join us tomorrow. And uh, tomorrow is also the day when the weather begins to get a little worse. And uh, we'll just follow this thing out and see where it goes. Hope you enjoyed Inside the Huddle today. Hope you enjoyed Sports Scene. Sam Patosa produced it all. We'll do this again tomorrow at noon. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRU.